0: The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the sporting body caught up in a row about t-shirts. Last weekend, fans at the Australian Open in Melbourne were banned from wearing t-shirts with the slogan, Where is Peng Shui? And security and police moved in. The banner was disposed of and the t-shirts had to be removed. It caused a huge backlash with former tennis champion Martina Navratilova accusing the Australian Open of being cowardly. The outrage was sparked when a video was posted on TikTok.
1: So you'd like her to take the shirt off? Can you just show us the shirt? So what do you suggest you wear?
0: It shows a security official speaking to a fan who'd just been barred. I understand what you're saying. Um, However, Tennis Australia does set the rules. And regardless regardless of what you're saying, and I'm I'm not saying you can't have those views, but I am saying that Tennis Australia sets the rules here. So security is saying... The video was posted by Drew Pavlou. He's a human rights activist who recently set up his own political party, the Drew Pavlou Democratic Alliance. He's best known for his criticism of the Chinese government and Chinese Communist Party. In fact, in May 2020, Drew Pavlou was suspended from his university for two years for organising on-campus protests in support of democracy in Hong Kong.
1: It's not political. It's not election material. It's not like it's a banner saying, you know, all praise is due to the great father Mark McGowan of Western Australia. It's not a banner saying down with ScoMo.
0: And since his video went viral, Drew Pavlou has been determined to make life a little more difficult for the tournament's organisers, Tennis Australia, by setting up a GoFundMe page to raise money. What for? More Where Is Peng Shui t-shirts, of course. And so on Wednesday, buckling under the pressure, Tennis Australia U-turned on their decision. Tournament director Craig Tiley had no choice but to roll over. The greatest backflip of the summer... He released a statement saying the t-shirts would be permitted as long as they are not coming as a mob to be disruptive, but are peaceful. It hasn't been a good month. Director Craig Tiley announced that fans were now free to wear t-shirts in support of China's missing tennis player Peng Shuai. So how do the world's sporting bodies deal with repressive regimes like China? To understand why spectators were wearing these t-shirts in the first place, we need to go back to the 2nd of November last year.
1: Chinese tennis player Peng Shui wrote a really emotional post on her Weibo account about a love affair with a top former Chinese communist leader and said that he'd sexually assaulted her.
0: Poppy Seabag-Montefiore is Tortoise's China expert, and she investigated Peng Shui's disappearance for our investigative podcast, The Slow Newscast.
1: Around 20 minutes later, her post was erased by China's internet censors, along with all mention of her. And then she disappeared.
0: To understand why, you need to know a few things about Chinese society and the state.
1: Firstly, Peng Shui has broken a fundamental taboo. In China, you're not allowed to publicly criticise a top leader. And secondly, China's authorities have a very ambivalent relationship with the Me Too movement, and they've detained and censored activists campaigning on issues of sexual harassment. About two weeks after Peng Shui vanished, tennis stars around the world started to ask where she was. The International Olympic Committee set up a virtual meeting with her to check she was OK in advance of the Beijing Winter Games. But then the Women's Tennis Association spoke out and said that they felt that her appearance was orchestrated and they hadn't been able to reach her. Then Peng Shui appeared again, and this time she told a Singapore journalist that there had been a misunderstanding and that she hadn't said anything about sexual assault. Now that she's made that retraction, it's not clear whether we're going to hear from Peng Shui again.
0: And so in all of this, you would think Tennis Australia would fully support calls to find a missing tennis player, especially one that had competed in the Australian Open. But here's the catch. This year's main sponsor of the Australian Open is a company called Luzhou Laojiao. They're a Chinese-owned distillery who signed a five-year deal in 2018, reported to be worth 100 million Australian dollars. One of the stadiums at Melbourne Park is now even called 1573 after one of the distillery's signature products.
1: It's sickening that the Australian Open would put its Chinese corporate sponsorship before the life of Peng Shui.
0: The Australian Open frames itself as the Grand Slam tournament of the Asia-Pacific region. It works with several Chinese partners, and every year the tournament takes around 25 million Australian dollars in Chinese sponsorship. So you can see why Tennis Australia felt uneasy about the T-shirts. But wasn't this just giving in to Chinese money and power? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. Tennis Australia isn't the only sporting body to tie itself in knots because of Chinese influence. In 2019, the general manager of basketball team Houston Rockets was forced to apologise after he tweeted his support for Hong Kong protesters, saying he did not intend to offend fans of the NBA in China.
1: The NBA makes billions of dollars in the Chinese market and is apparently siding with Beijing, calling Daryl Morey's tweet regrettable. His...
0: Both the Rockets and the National Basketball Association quickly distanced themselves from the tweet. Tennis Australia took a different approach. It reversed its decision to ban the Wear Pung Shui t-shirts, so it's likely we'll see a lot more of them at the Australian Open in the coming days. Drew Pavlou's GoFundMe page has currently raised more than 20,000 Australian dollars, enough to buy thousands of them. He plans to hand them out to spectators ahead of the women's singles final in Melbourne on Saturday. His hope is that somewhere Peng Shui will see that tennis Australia and the world aren't just looking the other way. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker. Before you go, let me tell you about another podcast we make at Tortoise called The Slow Newscast. This week's episode is also about Peng Shui. Poppy Seabag Montefiore, who you just heard in The Sensemaker, takes you deeper into the story as she investigates Peng Shui's mysterious disappearance. To listen, just search for the Slow Newscast wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode was written and produced by Imi Harper. The Sensemaker.